Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Almost live from the trenches of New York City, here are your middle aged warriors, Chris Samino and Rick Summers. So, this really is a welcome back for middle aged warriors. And I always used to joke when we would do this, and I'd say, we're not middle-aged anymore. That, it, that's how long it seems like since we recorded this show. The middle ages, never mind middle-aged. <laughs> yeah, really. Welcome to Middle Age Warriors. He's Chris Amino. I am Rick Summers. And uh, I guess we're going to get down to brass tacks here and uh, catch up with you a little bit and give you some reasoning as to why we've been absent for a little while. You were hiding, weren't you? But not for a very good reason. It was funny because the the last time we did this show was one of the first times you and I had actually been in the same room again for quite some time. Right. I, I think it was Sunday, uh, 9-11. It was September 11th, if I remember right. Oh, that's right. And so that's about a month ago, yeah. Yeah, it's more than a month. And then the following Wednesday, you called me to say... Oh, I tested positive. Mm. Yeah, so it's, 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 I got to tell you, it's been a long haul. And uh, I have new respect for people that have gone through COVID and gotten back up on their feet and tried to pick up on where they left off in life. Because really, mm. I've been on the shelf for a month and it's hard to believe. And I'm worn out. Um, yeah, this was not a glancing blow. I mean... No, it's well. And of course, my key card here is that I have multiple sclerosis. So anytime you get anything on top of uh, a chronic illness, it's going to kick your butt. And it really kicked my butt. So it's been a a long haul to recover. And luckily, I'm not positive anymore. Well, I am positive. You're positive. Stay positive, (laughs) whatever you do. That's it. I mean, I'm upbeat, but uh, the nest... At least the tests came back negatively. And uh, now it's just uh, getting my strength back and really just trying to figure out which end is up. Because I got to tell you, it was like having your head in the sand for a stretch of time and not knowing which end was up. Right. You you ended up, and people should know, you ended up in the hospital. Now, that happened. Let's. So you tested positive on that Wednesday. What were you feeling? And then where did it go from there that you had to end up in a hospital for a bit? Thank you for asking. Uh, On that Wednesday, I was just feeling, I guess, what are symptoms and tested negatively up to that point. And then we did a home test on, I guess it was probably on Wednesday or Thursday. I'm still having trouble remembering some of the specifics. And then I tested positive on one of these home tests. And on Thursday, that would have been September. I don't even remember the date. I think it was September 15th or 14th. I was just totally wiped out and not myself. And we called my doctor who has admitting rights. It's so confusing what you have to do to get into a hospital now. And we called him on Thursday or Friday, Friday morning, Thursday night. I was home with Valerie and I said, I think I got to go to the hospital. I think I'm really sick. Wow. They said, so we'll do that tomorrow morning. So we woke up and we called my doctor and he has admitting rights to White Plains Hospital, which is one of the closer hospitals to where we live up in Westchester. And so we called him 
and he got us whatever we needed and we had to order an ambulance to get there. So I went in an ambulance, which is mm. that in itself was just a, a, a bizarre, you know, I think all the times I've ever been injured playing sports or, you know, falling down and just hurting myself, riding in an ambulance was nothing I'd ever thought about doing. Now I was so weakened. I couldn't even lift my arm to hold my, my phone to my ear. And that's how wiped out I was. Mm. The ambulance came on Friday morning. You know, it was, uh, I guess the local police also come with with the ambulance and they get you loaded up, packed into the, the back of the, the ambulance on a stretcher. And it was like, wow, I can't yeah, believe this. That has to be a little uh, surreal when it's happening. It you know, is. Yeah. You see it, you've seen it happen with other people and you see ambulances go by you all the time. Yeah. Now, wait, I'm in the ambulance now. That's that's a that's a heavy duty wake up call. First quick word from one of our sponsors, football is back and BetOnline remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag, that's betonline.ag, to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Sure. Yeah, it really was. And I realized the severity of what I was dealing with. And I kind of poo-pooed it for a long time. Mm -hmm. Ah, COVID, it's no big deal. Well, you know what? It is a big deal. And it was a really big deal for me. I feel lucky to have been able to get the help that I needed mm -hmm. to come here and, and scoop me up and put me in the back of the ambulance and then get me to White Plains Hospital where we went uh, into the ER. You know, obviously when you're in an ambulance as opposed to somebody who just walks in, right? which is... It, you hear these stories about people all the time. I think about times we got my mother-in-law to the ER and you could wait, oh, you know, hours, seven, hours. eight hours. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was in the ER for, I don't know, three or four hours, but getting the things that I needed to hopefully feel better. <laughs> I got to tell you, I must've been feeling better because one of the things that annoyed me enough that I actually called a nurse into one of the holding areas where I was, there was a woman who's a little bit older who had, I guess, an iPhone and she was talking to a person on the iPhone. You know, it was a two-way conversation where she would look at her phone and talk to, and I had to hear everything. Uh, and I thought, are you kidding me? You're in an ER yeah. and you're having this, this conversation about, Whatever the re and she wasn't there because she was getting treatment in the hospital. She was there because I think she was accompanying somebody. Oh, perhaps. okay. She wasn't really the patient person. Right, exactly. Oh. And I was so pissed off, and I thought, well, that's a good sign. Yeah, <laughs> you're still getting annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> so I I said to the nurse, uh, you know, I rang the bell, and somebody came, and I said, could you do me a favor and just have this woman 
just go somewhere else and have our conversation. Then it was a two-sided conversation because it was on speakerphone. Oh, I just good. thought, how rude could you possibly be? Anyway, a couple hours in the ER, and then I got uh, taken up to a room, and I was uh, getting hydrated, and the rest of the day was kind of a blur. It's, you know, just part of the process. But I think part of the problem is I hadn't eaten in days and I was totally wiped out and had no hydration. So they, they hooked me up to, you know, fluids. And then I had already started uh, a day or two before because my doctor had said, get on Paxlovid, which is the mm -hmm. Pfizer drug. That apparently is, uh, you know, one of the new wonder drugs in helping to reduce the severity of whatever it is you're feeling. Mm -hmm. So I started that and the people at the hospital were like, oh, that's good that you, you got a head start on that. So, so I was only in the hospital as it turns out. I thought I was there for two days. I was only there for a day. I mean, Friday into Saturday afternoon. It was just a crazy experience, you know, and I really started thinking long and hard about whether or not I was going to get out and whether I was going to be okay. All right. Well, you know, we should also point out in light of this, you were fully vaccinated, right? You got the third right. as well, correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. I'd had two shots and then the, I guess it's a third, uh, was my booster right. a while ago. So, Ultimately, I think what allowed me to recover from all the naysayers to say, well, you were vaccinated and you still got COVID, wow. was it allowed me to recover even with another chronic illness mm -hmm. active a lot quicker than I probably would have been able to had it been, right. let's say, two years ago when I think about people do you remember the, the lines? I mean, it was just horrible when I think back to 2021 yeah. or 2020. Yeah, I mean, no, no matter, you know, I think some people sort of misconstrued what these boosters and, and or vaccination shots are. That doesn't mean you can't get COVID, obviously. Right. People are. Right. And, and we have. But it is, as you pointed out, the reduction of the severity of it in your case, I would, I'm not a doctor, obviously, but you said it yourself, more than likely, you know, the pre-existing condition of having MS made it that much tougher for you, you know, to battle through it. But with that, the fact that you did have the boosters and, and you know, probably could, could very well have saved your life. It could have. And I, I really, I, I think about that. And it's ironic because I go into uh, see my general practitioner, uh, the guy who got me into the hospital and I'm was scheduled to do so to have my annual physical tomorrow anyway mm -hmm. so i'm going to go in and see him and we're going to talk about this that and everything else but yeah it was really scary i gotta tell you uh and lying in a hospital bed and thinking oh my god is you know am i gonna am i gonna, gonna be okay yeah you know it's yeah, funny it, I just did an interview actually with Smokey robinson on on the show <laughs> and he had COVID back in December, though I believe it was like 2020 December. So you know, in the in the in the heart of, of and Smokey's in his 80s, right? He's 82 years old. Yeah, in good shape, yes. But he was in the hospital for 11 days, and he wow. said he didn't even remember five, six, or seven of those days. Totally lost, you know, track of time. 
And you know that that's the thing with this again, age, pre-existing conditions. And his perspective was, he goes, you know, when I was in the hospital, I never thought of anything other than getting out of the hospital. And then when I got home and I thought about it, like I could have died. Yeah. You know, that could have been it. So, you know, and I, I'm sure when you're in the midst of it, like you just said, you know, you start to sit there and go, hmm, is this going to be it? Am I going to get out of here? Well, I thought about that. And, um, and it, it's something that I, you know, I obviously didn't think about, oh, this week, Great material for Chris and me when uh, I recover. No. <laughs> Do something else <laughs> next time. And please. I thought about, oh, jeez. I forgot to leave Chris my Bud Harrelson jersey in my oh, will. My God. Oh, <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting because, uh, and this is an interesting point that I wanted to bring up anyway. Do you have a will? Do you have all those pieces of necessary paperwork put in order in case you go into the hospital? Yeah, for the most part, I mean, what ended up happening when my wife, you know, when Nancy became ill and, and you know, possibility of what inevitably did happen, we didn't know it at the time. But up until that point, so we're talking in my early 50s, I guess. No, I did not have a will, but then we both put together our wills. I, my will isn't necessarily down to the point of who's getting my, you know, Bud Harrelson signed. Yeah. <laughs> Either but, is mine, apparently, <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, but but the basics are there, you know, and, and for the kids to be taken care of primarily, and, you know, and that's, but it, that is something, it was always funny, to be perfectly honest, the longer I went without having a will, I felt, boy, the minute I do this will, I'm going to die, yeah. yeah, it became like this weird phobic thing. In my well, life. yeah, because you think you're jinxing yourself. Yeah, exactly. The right? truth okay. of the matter is, you know, you just got to be smart about it. And this is actually a topic I wanted to bring up on middle-aged warriors anyway, which by the way, you were listening to with Chris Amino and Rick Summers back together again on the Believe Podcast Network. Hello. I still have that ability. <laughs> but, I, but to the point you just brought up, by the way, I think I just received like an email a little while ago and I was looking, I believe it's it's either this week or the, the month, you know, every, there's, there's a day and a week and a month for everything now, you know, it's, but <clears throat> it, was about, it was about preparing, you know, for the bottom line, you know, when, when you're no longer here, it was sort of like a, a, a guide to help plan your legacy on the way out and make sure right. you know, everything is in order. And apparently it, I think it's either this week or, you know, the upcoming month of November is something where they're trying to bring forth the idea of, Hey, Start paying attention to that. Get get this business done. Yeah, it, it uh, really is important because you don't if if you die without a will, the state gets involved, and then they make decisions that no doubt you would not be happy with. So that would be a mess. Yeah, but but it's things, but it's also you know things like uh, healthcare proxies uh, do not resuscitate things mm-hmm. like that um, that you don't want to think about. Nobody wants to, but it's really important. Uh, and honestly. When I went into the hospital back in September, I don't recall anybody asking if I if mm. I had these forms, and I do. And mm. luckily, Valerie was with me when I checked in, but uh, <laughs> luckily, I didn't check out. I check out. I was going to say, I knew, that, yeah. I knew that was coming. To that point, you're absolutely right, because it's those things that you think will never happen to you. You probably never thought you'd be riding in an ambulance one day. Well, you were. Exactly. And so who knows? You, know, you, you just don't know. And it makes it easier for everybody around you if you have a lot of that stuff already taken care of but good you know. to go i mean yeah. do you remember the show we did a few months ago right right and that was great yeah. good to go.com and that's important 
So changing the subject of who went a little too soon. Yeah. <laughs> Mets, uh, we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, only took three games. But this has been, I don't know if you've been following, this has been one of the weirdest postseasons, especially in the National League. As, as of the this recording, the Mets with 101 wins, the Braves with 101 wins, the Dodgers with 111 wins, and I think the Cardinals won their division with 93 wins, all gone. In the first in the first round of their playoffs, they're all gone, and the National League is left with the Padres and the Phillies. Neither team won ninety games. The Phillies, I think, won eighty-seven, and the Padres eighty-nine. That, that's I, this seems. I mean, it's kind of unprecedented. I, I don't remember seeing a playoff series, you know, where you had teams with triple-digit wins, three of them, and they're all yeah. gone. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because when people drop these things and they say, you know, on paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't play the game on paper. paper. We play the game in the stadium. And it's great for baseball. It's kind of yeah. like I was thinking as I'm watching, and you probably are, the Jets game this afternoon. And I'm so happy to see the Jets winning finally and the Giants winning. Mm-hmm. But it's so weird to think that the Yankees may be eliminated tonight, yeah. that the Mets are out, right. and that uh, on paper they were the guys. Well, you know, certainly the Dodgers, with you know, they had the most wins in all of baseball, 111. The only team that's performing the way they're supposed to so far is the Astros. I mean, they had 106 wins. They swept, you know, uh, their series easily. But again, you know, short series. The, the Mets were involved in a three-game series. You know, maybe yeah. if it was a seven-game series, maybe they would have been able to come back. A three-game maybe. series, going to happen. It's, uh, it's a weird thing. Uh, did you get out to uh, City Field uh, during the playoff game no. against uh, – I no. forgot who they even played. Well, they played the Padres. So in a certain sense, I hope oh, the right. Padres win. At least it'll it'll look good if the Padres win. Well, we lost to the champs, you know. Uh, speaking of which, the Padres have never won a World Series. They're one of the only franchises. And, I mean, think about it. They started in 1969. So you're talking, what, 50, 53 years so without ever winning a World Champ. That, that's longer than, the I think, the New York Rangers drought. No, the Rangers were 54 years. So it's cool. Yeah, well, the, that. That's a good reason to root for the Padres then, because yeah. I'd like to see, you know, somebody who's never experienced the joy of winning a championship yeah. win. That would be a, that would be a neat thing. But, but it's really yeah, the, but the baseball season. It's it's like a blur now for me. I'm back into hockey season and it's uh, the Rangers are on fire starting the season as they ended last season until they got eliminated in the playoffs. I can't believe that it's hockey season again, and I'm glad it is, but it'll be, it'll be spring training before you know, and the baseball players will be back. Interesting catchers. What are the report? No, but we're, we're hitting that point now. I guess the NBA is in preseason. NHL has now started the season. You have football and, you know, they're in high gear and baseball's wrapping it up. So you've got all the sports actually, uh, going at the same time. Speaking yeah. of which, though, you talk about hockey. So I know you were into this. Um, I've never, I did it for baseball, but I've never done the fantasy uh, fantasy league. You do the uh, NHL, right? I have been with a group of guys, uh, and the group has been modified here and there. But we started in the mid nineties. Wow! Uh, so we've that been together for fantasy, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we've been together for a long time, and I've actually had the good fortune of winning a couple of times, but. Not lately. No. In the way this season looks, not this season, but we'll see. It's oh, a long it's season. Really, it's very yeah, it's 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 really interesting uh when you play in a fantasy league, 
what a great bond it can be. It's so different now than it was when we started back in the 90s, where we all used to meet in a restaurant to do our draft. Right. Uh, and now everything, everybody's at home on their computer, and it goes a lot faster for a draft. Well, but, but it's, it's not it's not as much fun. I remember with baseball, it was always, you know, with my buddies and, you know, I think we did it for four or five years, but we would get together somewhere, somebody's house or wherever, you know, and inevitably there might be some beverages involved. And right. So there was always like, you know, and then joking and then yelling and whatever. It's, it was just, it was, but it was fun. Yeah. Now, I understand you're right. It goes smoother via computer. It's organized better. Take some of the work out of it. I mean, I used to have to, we used to have to write everything down on paper. Oh, right. right. Yeah. You know, who's still yeah, available? We used to have a big poster in the front and, and everybody would have to walk up to the front and write. Their the name, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but it was kind of fun and it is archaic as it now seems. I know, really. Uh, so it's like, it's like a lot of things in life. We're just taking out the human, you know, element. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of sucky if you ask me, but you know, I understand everybody's in a hurry now. Got to get done. So I know. It's how fast can we do it? But you sound better, which is good. You look better. So I'm hoping uh, on all of this. And Thanks. Yeah, it's been a long haul. It really has. And uh, as I said, I'm so appreciative of, of the medical attention that I got and the fact that my hospital stay was uh, as expedient as it was because that's the last place you want to be when you're sick. Yeah, right. <laughs> or healthy. I got to get out of here. These people are all sick. Right. Well, but you know, a lot of people, sometimes that does happen. They end up in a yeah. getting, because you're around a lot of things that aren't so great for you. Yeah. And I'm also glad that you and I were able to, to cobble this together and talk about uh, advanced directives and stuff like that, that I really hope we can impress upon people, get it done. I know it's icky. I know it doesn't feel good, right. but ultimately we're all going to die. Nobody yeah. gets out of here yeah. for free. One of those things you don't like to think, spend too much time thinking about. I know, I know. But you do have to get your, you know, your ducks in a row. You do have to start to think about what if. And again, not only for your sake, but for the, your loved ones. You don't want them left with something that's going to be just exactly super headache. So, uh, on that note, uh, I'm getting a few. I'm starting to steal some of the guests from uh, Middle Age Warriors and getting them on New York Living uh, on WPIX on my show. So we've got a couple of guests that we had on here, which I think the last interview we did, wasn't it, Su was it Suzanne White? Suzanne White, yeah. About caregiving. And November is actually, speaking of those types of things. Uh, Caregiver's November, Month, Caregiver's, yeah. Yeah. And she wrote really a very uh, straightforward, honest, poignant book about it and her experiences. And, and I just love how she talks about not just about the process of caregiving, but about the caregiver and how you need to take care of yourself if you're a caregiver and the things that you know you have to be aware of for yourself to be a good caregiver. That always got lost in the shuffle. But I love her, I love her approach. I love her personality through it all. Somehow she doesn't make it sound so dark and dismal. And I don't know why it's her own personality. I know. She's so a spitfire. She yeah, really she is. Really is. I'm looking forward. I think uh, early November we will have her on the show, and uh, I think it's uh, well. We had Chris A. Matthews, who was okay. a relationship a relationship uh, counselor and coach, and who had an interesting approach to relationships. That, if you remember, he said he doesn't deal per se with the individual; he deals with the entity, which is the relationship. Right, and, and you also had Ralph Roll on. And we had Ralph Roll on already, uh, who's amazing. Who he came to us literally. I didn't realize when we had the day that they had booked him the night before 
He was playing at Madison Square Garden, uh, wow. opening act for Duran Duran. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, he's just such a great guy, though. What a yeah, sweet he really is. And a good soul and giving back to the community as well. These are all good people. So uh, looking forward to having those other two on our show. And uh, we're going to start to, I think I'm going to start grabbing some guests from New York Living and bringing them on Middle-Aged Warriors. We have that would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah, you got to you got to feed the beast. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> any other thoughts? What else is going on? What do you want to do? What's going on? No, I just want to get I just want to get healthy. And I can't believe that really closing in on November Election Day. It's just hard to believe that we're in the last quarter of the year. This year has just gone by unbelievably fast. You mentioned something that one of the positive things I'm, I I like fall weather because it's it's more comfortable. Um, but I know what what's next, what it leads to. So that's a little bummed out. But you had said something. You were up in uh, in Connecticut, and I had been up stayed a little bit up to Kingston, New York last week. The color, yeah, we went on a leaf drive uh, yeah. this weekend, and it oh, was spectacular. I I am seeing some. I mean, trees that are on fire. You know, but they're. I mean, I don't ever remember seeing them this good down down here, downstate anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seems to me that as you get up through Putnam County and up into Connecticut, that the colors this year are spectacular. And I don't know why, but they, you know, it's it's been so dry. We've had some rain, but the colors are unbelievable. Yeah, whatever the the, the pattern that has led to this, but these are the brightest colors that I can remember in recent years that I'm seeing. I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's just beginning closer to here. I, you know, obviously I'm, you know, in the, in the Northern end of the Bronx, that area, you're a little bit North of me. Yeah. I, I would say in the next week or two, if uh, you have a little time, take some good pictures. I would, if you're into that kind of thing. And I did. Yeah. I took a lot of great pictures yesterday. Anyway, uh, I guess All we right. got to get out of here. I right? have to go. I'm going to watch the end of the jet game and get Ajita probably. I don't really. <laughs> me too. And, you know, we're going to get the Yankees tonight. That's what I'll do. But that's not good. (laughs) And we forgot to compliment Aaron Judge. Yeah, it's true. Yes. Congratulations. That was absolutely amazing. So anyway, I'll I'll say goodbye first. How about that? All right. Rick Summers from Middle Age Warriors. Be good. Feel good. He's Chris Amino. And here he comes. Yeah. Sunshine always, guys. Stay well. And once again, of course, this podcast was brought to you by Bet Online. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.